Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm well enough as can be with a one-month-old. And there's Justin. How are you, Justin? <laughs> Why'd you fuck it up? Because I felt like having fun. You fucked it up. All right, yeah. let's start from the beginning. No, 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 no. no. It's, it, it happened. It's over. Mark broke my heart. It's okay. done. <laughs> I, I was all ready. I was prepared to say my own name I for, like the, for the 68th, what is it, yeah, 68th time. Yeah. yeah. I was ready to say my own name. And uh, yeah, no. It's not cool. All right. Yeah, I'm Justin. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, video. And we're going live on video today. Yeah, too. We're, we're finally Hi, we're finally in HD. Again. If anybody watched the last two and you thought you were in like you know the UHF nineteen fucking eighty seven days, <laughs> you get to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> you found the marble in the oatmeal, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole different rabbit hole we can go down. Yes. All right. So what what the fuck are we here to do uh, today? We have beers from Fire Island Beer Company. They are out of Bayshore, New York. Yes. Because I don't think they're actually allowed to have anything with that much plumbing on it on Fire Island. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you could, like, build it, but the cost prohibitiveness of getting all of the shit there. Yeah, I mean, it's bad enough starting a brewery, period, but, like, trying to ship it over to the island and then trying to get all the permits to do it. And then, oh, yeah, and but, then knowing that the first the neighbors, hurricane the neighbors, is just going to... The neighbors would never allow yeah, it to And then the first hurricane is going to destroy it anyway, so why am I yeah, going to Yeah, I, I was like, you know, that's my, was my thought, is it essentially, like, you're you're going to make something almost as wide as the island at this point, and then yeah. every year, slowly but surely lose, you know, a foot of, <laughs> of land closer and closer to your brewery. I don't really think I'm into that. Mark, do you remember when we went camping with scouts one year, and we, like, stayed at yes. that, like, abandoned motel that was yes. about to collapse? I mean, and it, that was so that point of the island was so narrow that like you could throw a baseball from one side of the island to the other. I was actually trying to figure out where the hell that was when I was wandering around Fire Island back in September. It probably washed away like a decade ago. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe two decades. Because <laughs> it wasn't near like any of the towns. No. And in retrospect, it sounds a lot creepier than it was than than it felt at that point. Yeah, it was definitely that. That was a weird experience. You guys had a totally opposite experience to Scouts than I did. Like, yeah. completely opposite. I don't even opposite. know how we got there. I don't remember either. Like, no, like, I know we <laughs> like took the ferry. Like, they took the bag off my head and we were just there. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I um, know we took the ferry. Like, I remember yes. taking the ferry. But, like, I don't even know, like, how did we arrange to stay in an abandoned motel for, got me. for a long weekend? Like, it's so strange. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were super organized. Like you guys tell me stories, and we were like regimented. We our our patrol leaders took care of us. Like the, the scoutmasters didn't do anything. I mean, granted, we had a hundred some odd kids in the troop, so like the scoutmasters, if we wanted to at the time, we could have just gone totally like we could have gone rogue and taken them over at any point. Oh yeah, <laughs> pass their skull around. It would have been speaking bowl. Pretty much, it would have been that whole uh, you know Lord of the Flies. We, yeah, well, we would have been like Lord of the Flies, and it also would have been like the whole thing where you know how many how many kids how many uh, kids can an adult take out? Like it's not. <laughs> 100 no <laughs> it's definitely not 100 i don't think especially so. when you've organized us and we all have toad chips <laughs> well i mean also you're talking about boy scouts too and not cub scouts if they were like eight-year-olds then yeah you just boot in the face yeah no no be me I, I was you know 12 years old i'm like 5 11 you know <laughs> no exactly. shot but uh, anyway, so you you trekked back out you had a little nostalgia trying to find the uh, the abandoned hotel that the guy touched you in no, and no um <laughs> There were signs for, for like nuclear fallout shelter, though. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that was weird. 
There, there was like a swimming pool that was filled in with sand. It, it, it was. Uh, was it filled in with sand on purpose, or was yes. it just from like? Yeah, because it was no, it was an oh. abandoned motel, so like they filled it in because liability. <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason, they decided to let I don't know, like three dozen. Somehow you know, I ad- feel like adolescent boys stay in it. For some reason, I feel like uh, Kevin's dad like drove past it and went, "This looks good. <laughs> no one will say anything." It's possible. <laughs> It's possible that was kind of. I think that was before he really started getting involved and in like being like a helper guy of it. Oh, uh, okay. But who knows? It's possible. He had no idea. What, he didn't know what was going on most of the time. Well, you see what happens when you break script. We haven't even mentioned beer. We, we said we were doing Fire Island, and then all of a sudden we're off on this yeah. other tangent. I blame Mark. I appreciate the tangent though, because it brings me back to my scouting memories. There you go. I'm, I'm sure some people are like, uh yeah." <laughs> I'm sure. There you go. But anyway. So, Fire Island Beer Company, it's, I think I mentioned, it's in Bayshore, New York. Uh, I believe they actually contract brew with the guys at, what is it, Big One over there. In Connecticut. Two roads. Two, oh, they, in Connecticut as yeah. well? I didn't realize they were also did in Connecticut. I was trying to think of yeah. Great South Bay. That was the word I was trying to stick no, out. No, so. There. But they're in the same building as Great South Bay? Is that what it is? Yeah, they have their own They've got, like, the back corner of the building. Like, that's just theirs. They have their own brew house there. They've oh, got okay. their own fermenters. they got their own cold room. They're actually building their own tasting room. Oh, um, that's kind of cool. So, like, when I was there, like, they had the sheetrock up, but, like, it hadn't even been primed yet. Like, you still mm-hmm. see the uh, the tape joints and that I kind hate, of thing. I hate doing sheetrock. Like, really. I fucking hate sheetrock. Yeah, I don't think anybody likes it. Right. But anyway, you were focus. I am focus. I'm I'm tr- I'm trying, but my glass is empty. So let's get on with this. So anyway, the company was originally started back in 2009 by a pair of brothers and their cousin. Okay, and at some point along the way, they sold the the company, the brand, to this import company. Okay, the import company then decided, uh, you know what? We're just going to focus on our import brands. Fair enough. So they reached out to this uh, gentleman who was working as a consultant for them. Okay. And they're like, uh, do you want it? And he was like, oh, you know what? I'm tired of my day job. Yeah, I'm I'm going to run a brewery now. Sounds and, good. And do we know that guy's name? Uh, if not, you can yeah, say Yeah, I okay. believe his last name is Leonard. Hi. Hi, Mr. Leonard. Yeah. I didn't actually type this out ahead of time, so I apologize for that. That's all right. I'm okay with it. But... So he took it on, and he lives in Connecticut, which is why we were always, like a little confused as to why like it always comes up with an address in Connecticut. Oh, that's why. Aha! Because he lives in Connecticut. They've been basically brewing, contract brewing out of two roads, right? For I don't know how many years now, and that's how they keep up with you know their production demands. But they've always been wanting to, you know, bring it back. To Long Island, back to where it started from, and that makes sense. Uh, Rick Sabotka, 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 Sabotka from uh, Great South Bay was like, "I'm not even using the whole building. Why don't you rent? You know, why don't you take over this 1,500 square feet?" There you go. So that's what they're actually doing. They've now got, he's getting into the landlord game. Yeah, they've they've got. Well, I think he rents the building too. Like oh, I don't think he so owns he's subletting. It. Yeah. Got so they've they've got that back corner. They've got their brew house set up they've got their cold room okay. set up they've i think they might be maybe just using great south bay's canning line 
because they are canning there. Okay. I, I can't remember. imagine that Great South Bay is using it 24-7. Right. And, uh, you know, they're working on the tasting room, and you can actually go there and buy beer to go right now. I like beer to go. Because, Very much so. And, and the reason why it has to be to go is because they, their bathroom isn't in order yet, like, and... That's you know important. that kind of thing, yeah. So until until all that's ready, like you know, if if you reach out to them on the social media or hit up the info email address, right? You know, you can schedule a time and be like, all right, I want to come pick up beer, and you know, the sell it to you, and you can take it to go. Which is what I actually did yesterday, and I met uh, Dan, who's their head brewer, brewmaster. Hi, Dan. He's a very nice guy. Uh, spent a little bit of time talking with him telling him about the podcast he set me up with a lot of beer so nice we've got the three that we're going to be drinking here today as well as uh three more beers for another episode in the near future okay so which ones do we have with us today Mark? so we're starting off with their fire island wit and then we're also going to drink their isla del fuego which is a mexican lager and we're going to wrap up with the seeds of salt uh, ale, which is, I believe, an amber with uh, Atlantic sea salt in it. Okay, mm. sounds good. So, Justin, just because I don't think we've done it in a little while, it's uh-huh. time to explain your favorite part of the day. Excellent. The rating, pro- the uh-huh. rating system. All right, so here's our bullshit rating system. <laughs> it's highly scientific. It's very much, <laughs> yes. It's not fucking bullshit. So, basically, it's how much of this beer do we want to drink? And I think Mark is handing me something, but he's not. He's showing it to the camera. I'm still not used to that. Um, I apologize if anybody sees me scratch my balls. Um, it's not burning, like, the side of your face. You mean my balls? Here, hold what? that up there. So you can see. <laughs> no, no, the, the, uh, so, the camera's not burning it. But anyway, our rating system... <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not tight enough for that. <laughs> our rating system is uh, based on how much we, we want to drink in a, in a sitting, essentially. And occasionally, we'll, if we really like it, we'll talk about cooking with it. Um, it, it goes from a taster, a five-point scale, from a taster to a pint, a bomber, a growler, and then if you have to have it, a, a rarely given <laughs> keg. Oh, I'm glad nice. this is on video. That's awesome. So uh, uh, Mark uh, procured this uh, shirt for Kevin for Christmas, and uh, it has the SRM uh, numbers on it. Um, if you, Yes, exactly. Um, I feel like it should have been a V-neck. I should have gotten that in a V-neck. DP. DP. <laughs> But uh, then the chest here would have skewed the top a couple layers. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's the SRM scale, and it's fantastic. So I was attempting to compare the beer color to my shirt. And looking down at my shirt, I'm going to say it's about a three. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's definitely yellow. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a yellow to maybe gold, like maybe. That yeah, could it's just not be a quite haze. gold color, but... No, it's it's a little... It's definitely yellow. It's not dark enough for gold. It, yeah. But it's definitely darker than straw. Agreed. Smells awesome. Yeah, so their their flavor text is uh, inspired by the white sand beaches of Fire Island. The Fire Island Wit is a traditional Belgian style flavored wheat ale hopped with tetanang mm. to give an authentic taste and aroma. And it definitely has the uh, the coriander kind of aroma to it. Whether or not there's actually coriander in here, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I think it might just be uh, yeah. yeast character. Yeah, it's it's nice though. It's, I like it's very clean smelling the, the aroma is great flavor wise it's it's super uh, malty and then you get a little bit of the um the bite from from the wheat and then uh it's got a uh sharp sharper finish yes but it's, yeah. it's exactly what a wit's supposed to do oh yeah no it, this is a very good wit i 
concur. Like you hit it on you hit it on the nose. It's got that little bit of the of the of the um, the spice, not the spice, but the um, the kind of coriander pepperiness in the nose. But it's really clean. And oh, I just realized they have the SRM on the website, and it's two point four. All right, so saying so, three, I think was fair. Yeah, th- I would say that's pretty damn close. I feel like if we rounded, you were still off, but <laughs> nobody said this was the Price is Right rules. <laughs> yeah, we never, we never agreed Price is Right rules. True, solid. If we point. did. I would totally be on board with it. All right, but for now, <laughs> I'm saying that I get to go to the Showcase Showdown. Also, it's not like it's not like you said it was one point seven. That's true. Good, true. All right. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. It's very important. Is Drew Carey uh, contractually obligated to say that? I, I, I don't so. know. I've never watched. I it. haven't watched the whole episode with him. I've watched like twenty minutes when I was homesick one day, and then I watched. I put think on that's Netflix. the only time that anyone has ever watched The Price Is Right. As no, a, this is definitely no. not true. As a kid, I used to religiously watch it, but obviously that wasn't with Drew Carey. That was with uh, our homie Bob Barker. Yep. In the days before he got knocked out by Adam Sandler. Yeah. So, the beer is also five percent alcohol and seventeen IBUs. Okay. I think it's really nice, clean drinking beer. I mean, um, I think it would be great as you know a substitute for any mass market lager um, in the summertime. Um, I would throw this in my in the crab boil. I would throw this in, you know, in with spicy. I would drink this to cut through spicy food, you know, or just even with burgers and dogs. This be sweet, like. It's really great, but I think it's also simple enough that screams to add something else to it. You know, like, go ahead. You want to use this as a base to start adding some crazy stuff to it? Go for it. Let's find out what you can what you can add. Yeah, I think it's a pretty, uh, like, ideal wit beer. Mm-hmm. I think this is the raspberry wit I made for my first beer. Obviously, this doesn't have raspberry in it, but this uh, was the character I was going for, and uh, I got celery yeah. instead. So, Yeah, celery is <laughs> not really that desirable. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. But um, I'll start it off, and I'm going to go with a bomber on this one. Um, give me two of these. Hot day, it might be more, but for here in the frostiness of you know late December, it's going to be... Just the two, and then I'm going to move on to something else. Yeah, I'm going to uh, agree with you with the bomber. I I, I want to have more than one. And I, I love uh, how clean it is, but um, I'll probably, uh, just because of my personal tastes, go on to uh, another one. Yeah. I'm going to go for a router on this. I really enjoy it. It's nice and light, and uh, yeah, I easily drink uh, drink my way through a growler of it. And i got to say, as as the first beer of the day... That we're drinking, um, it's a perfect beer to get the day started. Yeah, I definitely like, like a start a flight or start just like a session. Like, and what did this come in at? What was the? It's five, five. So I mean, it's you know, it's a little bit to be drinking a lot of, but you could set you could session this and be all right. And it says that it has a uh, orange peel in it. Um, oh, I missed that. Yeah, it says coriander and orange peel on the label. So to throw an orange in here, all the blue moon style might be. Uh, a nice um, kick on it. Yeah, and the orange peel might also be where I was getting the um, the sharper finish from too. Possibly. Yeah, the little bit of the pithiness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that yeah. makes sense. So this one wasn't the artwork on it is kind of nice. It's got yeah, the, the, I definitely like the and this is part of like their uh, more recent like rebranding of yeah. the the different beers. 
but I definitely like the uh, the aesthetic and how like the the deer is now featured prominently on all of them. Like the the can of sea salt that I have here is like the the older style. Right. It's like you know like a a painting that somebody had done, and it just doesn't tie the brand together as well as uh you know the kind of cartoonish simple deer you know on the the wit here it's sitting in a in a beach chair yeah a little more fun and now in the uh as we go to the second one with the isla de fuego yeah you have to you have to like zoom in on that because the uh this is a pretty great uh um yeah thing you know you're getting that there i can't tell because you got the ubiquitous white tailed deer of fire island wearing a sombrero and a uh blanket yeah, I think it, there's a fancy name for the blanket too, but I don't know. Yeah, there definitely is. I just literally went through my head. Is I, it God not damn just it. the poncho? Poncho. Poncho is what I was going for. Yes, yeah. I said that before too, and like you forgot. Yes. <laughs> um, this one looks gold. I'm gonna agree that this one's going into gold, so I'm gonna put this one at four. No, I was. I'm gonna go six or seven. Yeah, no. four, four is yellow. All right, four is yellow. Well, my shirt is not quite highly scientific. But you also have to. You're looking at. You're also looking at it like you're trying to see if you still have a dick. <laughs> well, listen, the holidays we've eaten a lot. Yeah. We've all put on a few ways, so sometimes you gotta double check, make sure everything's still there. Um, For me, I would just have to go like this, just cup up, and I could see it. <laughs> yeah, just cup up. So, did they list the SRM on this one? Uh, yeah, it's there. Hang on. That's cool. We could. Oh, settling settling a uh, a, a, a beer wager. These are good. Four and a half. That's some bullshit. And I said four. This time, Price is Right rules. I still win. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm disagreeing with four. Suck it. So this is a Mexican-style lager with lime in it. And it oh, says, this refreshing Mexican-style lager with lime juice. We use a Vienna-style lager malt base, subtly hopped with Willamette. Willamette! Willamette! That's, and Willamette is what, it, is, uh, what I'm putting in the uh, Mexican lager that I'm making. You're planning a Mexican lager? I just said I'm planning a Mexican lager oh, with, right, the, with yes. the tequila tequila soaked oak. Yeah, but I don't think we were recording at that point. When you no, no, we weren't. No, we totally weren't. But okay. Mark, told, Mark just blatantly forgot. Okay. No, so, I wasn't. Now that we all have though. memory issues, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't paying attention. So, so I was apparently, doing other the things. sweetness <laughs> of the lime oh. comes out in the nose of it. I haven't had it yet, but the sweetness I had, uh, is there. one of these yesterday when I was there talking to Dan, and uh, I, I enjoyed it, and... This is a damn good beer. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, this is definitely what I want. Um, I'm mine. I think I want a little bit more more mall forward, but this is like really, really tasty. When you were talking about you know drinking something on a hot summer day, like, yeah, man. You, now your your exact response was, oh, they decided to make a Corona. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Well, they, yeah, it yeah. better. Like, well, they, they made this is Corona. I don't know if you've had a Corona. It's, it's Corona in a yeah. can, exactly. Yeah, the Corona in the can. Th- this is definitely better, but it, it's the same. Again, obviously, it's the same style, so right. it's, it's a similar um, profile when you're when you're drinking it. Yeah. Um, I like this better because it gives you that little hint of lime without having to shove a lime in it. Yeah. Um, which you know, obviously, depending upon the lime, could overdo things. That's but true. This is uh, really really crisp. No, this is this is really tasty. I like this one. Mark, what's your thoughts on it? No, I I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's the, I think it's the right amount of lime. Yeah, like you said, Justin, it's not it, it isn't overdone, but it's also very clean and like the history of Mexican lager. It's it's a German lager, like right, just like 
what happened to in Milwaukee and whatnot, like a bunch of German immigrants moved into Mexico and started making their beer there. Yeah, just said, and, uh, and it became Mexican style here. lager. Well, they also use um, con- uh, the continental hops a lot of the time for them. Like Will- right, Willamette, Willamette's a, a you know from uh, is an American hop. Yeah, but you know that that's because that's what they can get a hold right, of. Right? But. Yeah, that's yeah that's the only distinction. Yeah. And also, they especially the I've been obviously I've been doing a ridiculous amount of looking into this because I'm making one. Apparently, they a lot of the craft varieties are like way over hopped, like you know, way way more so than usual. This one obviously isn't. So this is right. much more like they said true to the German the yeah. German uh, way of doing things. Well, I want to bring up the um, yeah, this is twenty five point two IBUs in this. That's right in the that's literally right in the style wheelhouse. It's twenty to twenty to thirty is the is, is the style. Well, I wanted to mention the um, the podcast that you had turned me on to the one episode uh after the um nothing wasted event yeah brew files the brew files one where they were talking about the guy who the guy that they were interviewing in that episode was remarking about how everybody who makes their own beer every society when they make their own beers once they start to take other society styles they definitely implant their view on things so all the american style versions and any americans who make other varieties, there's going to be a little bit of slant on it. It's never going to be exactly what they would make in that other country. And it just kept happening over and over and over. And that's why you get so many similar but different, but distinctly different styles. So here, you know, with the Mexican lager, even though it's a German lager, it's got that little bit of difference in there. Oh, yeah. Because no. it's beautiful viewed through that little bit of different prism of like, we want to focus on this part of the beer. Yeah, that that was I, when I re- when I was listening to that. I knew, especially being the history history buff, you'd be yeah, super was, into that. That was really intriguing to me. And you know, just as you were saying that, it makes a lot of sense. Like if you look at, um, you know, if you get an American porter versus an English porter, the American porter is heavily hopped because that's one of the hops. Are, our hops are one of the ingredients that we pretty much, you know, that we we have. That's our thing, right? That we yeah. overdo all the time. Also, right, yeah, but and that's also again, it's that's, going to be stronger. And that's an then that's exactly that's an American thing. If you're going to do this much, we're going to do seventy times more than you are, and it's going to be America. one and a half percent alcohol stronger. Right, ex- exactly. It's almost like, uh, um, God damn it, uh, Kingpin, where uh, Randy Quaid balls 15, uh, 15 frames instead of ten. We do everything half again <laughs> as much as you English do. Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'll kick things off the ratings. This is going to be a solid growler for me. I really, really enjoy this. Um, I think I'm going to go with the the bomber again on this one. Um, just that I I might have two of this, and I just want to keep. Mo- I like to keep moving on, but this is a really nice one. And if they have this in flats, I might grab a flat of this for a party beer. Yeah, I, I mean that. Like I, I'd rep- I would replace some of the uh, some other party beers with this guy. Oh, for sure, for, for an occasion. This is one I could like. My 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 my, my mother loves Corona. Oh, you um, hand her this, and she might oh. just go, "Ooh, this!" Like, don't show her the can. Just hand her this, and she'll be like, "Ooh, that's really good." My mother and my father would go berserk for this. Yeah, I would. I think you could turn a lot of people onto this beer and just be like, "Hey, we're drinking this instead." And I could totally see a case of this just hanging out in your cooler down on Fire Island. Like oh yeah, it. like no, you're out it, of, it, you're down there hanging out for the you're at the beach for the weekend. I could get a flat of this and just drink this all weekend. Yeah, it's really good, and because it's not like I think a six pack is the right number, but that's not on our point scale, so I'm gonna call it a growler. I appreciate that. Thank you. So that uh, Justin doesn't threaten my life. It's only threat threatening with love. I would wear your skin if I could actually killed you. 
<laughs> I mean, not to make you feel bad about it. Oh no, no, it would really, only it would only cover like my quad. Yeah, I was gonna say you really have to fat me up for it. Yeah, but yeah. you could to- if you took a scalp, you could totally have that as a hat. It would that, fit extra. You, I mean, ha- you could have ear flaps. It and wouldn't everything. be a. It wouldn't be a hat. It would be a hood. I'd, yeah. I'd also need a lot of lotion because, like, you, as you can see, I've got like bad hand. Get nashy right, right there. Yeah. yeah. So the last one that we have is the sea salt ale, which is an ale brewed with Atlantic sea salt. And I'm scouring the can here for a little bit more information about it. Yeah, I and don't. I'm not I don't really think seeing the a whole lot. There. It tells you a little bit about the Fire Island Beer Company. It's got a deer on there. I think that might be a whale in the water. Uh, oh yeah, the Fire like, Island Lighthouse. Yeah, I don't really feel like it's drawn to scale. Well, it's <laughs> the, the deer is taking a selfie. It's oh, hard to do it with hooves, man. That's Come on. true. Good point. Good point. But it does have the wonderful Fire Island Lighthouse. So I can tell you that it's uh, 5.2% alcohol, 20 IBUs. And we've, we've, we've gone back to we've gone we've gone back to yellow. And 3.6. Oh, he's 2.5 SRM. 3.4. Oh, solid. Solid. Oh. Well, you know, price is right. Price is I right. Fuck you over. again. I was over. 3.6. I should have been the guy that just went one. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, <laughs> you die. <laughs> oh my god! I'll fucking cut you. <laughs> now, taking away for this one, this one smells. Ooh, we got we got hops. Yeah, yeah this it's one, definitely uh, uh, American ho- American hops. Are here. We, got, we got some C's on this one. Yep. Um, that's gonna be my guess. My guess is gonna be uh, if I had to take a stab wait, at it. No, this one. This is Amarillo. Do, I'm can, saying, can we can we do we know the answer to this? I'm saying this one. I'm this saying road. this one's Amarillo because I keep because I'm trying to remember a couple episodes back when we did this and I kept saying it's C hop C hops and you went no it's the, it's no it's this yeah. no it's this. I'm saying that this is Amarillo. Hops. It could it could be Amarillo. My other guess would be Columbus, but I'm not uh, I, I'm I'm not that good at it yet. I'm, I'm, on Monday I'm brewing a uh, um, a smoked porter. Um, yeah a, yeah smoked porter a mesquite smoked porter. Okay. And I'm I'm doing some late hop additions, yeah, with clusters. So this will be my first time making a beer that's actually going to have like a hop aroma to it. Okay. So we're uh, I'm going down this road, but I'm not I'm not overly confident. Do we do we have an answer on that? Nah, that's unfortunate. Right. Well, 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 maybe if, maybe if Dan listens, maybe you could email yeah. us and Dan, tell if us. If you know, or if anybody happens to know, like you were in the brewing process, he, he definitely knows. He brews the damn thing. Well, <laughs> if he listens and tells us, yeah, that's more of what I'm getting at. If you're listening. Dan, I'm looking at you in through the camera. Look Citra deep into my four eyes. <laughs> Tell us the hops. Citra and Centennial, if untapped, is to be believed. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Very that's, possible. That's all right. I went C's. So I, I had a larger blanket. I, I had the field, basically. Like, you had one pick and I yeah. had the field. So, um, And I was wrong with Columbus when I went specific. Mm. But we love, we love us some Citra. I haven't had a sip yet. I should probably have a sip. Interesting. I I like it. It's got a little um, lemony flavor. Yeah, I really like it when like the salt portion of it, but I hate lemon, and that's the overwhelming final flavor I get is lemon. Really, because the 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 finish that I get is kind of like like a like almost like a salt residue no. drying on my palate. Yeah, it's like you were. Like you almost drowned at the beach, and you had to spit all the water out, and the salt is just coating the inside of your mouth. Like that's what it tastes like. I love how, no matter what we're trying to like explain, it comes back to some level of death, whether it's our own or someone else's. Well, I mean, we are 
slowly poisoning ourselves to that. That is true. But especially, you know, when, we, when we're doing three and four episode clips, we're, we're pretty much just saying, liver, fuck you. Um, I hear it's evil. It needs to be punished. It does. Liar, this one, liar saloon. This one is not doing it for me. Nah, me neither. Um, I think as much as I enjoy the last one, that's as much. this is as much as I don't like this one. Um, the salt is present and kind of overwhelming to me. And there's a lemony, like a lemon rind kind of flavor thing going on there that I'm really not enjoying. Um, I'm just going to go right out and just, I, this is a taster for me. Yeah. It's also a taster for me. I, and it's really, I like, I like the first half of what I'm getting. The the, lem- the the holding lemon finish in the back of my throat, and this is a personal yeah. preference thing, I can't stand lemon. Like, I won't even put lemon in water. Yeah. So that's pretty much my uh, my threshold for it. Uh, so I'm going to go taster on it, but I do appreciate the idea of the salt in the beer. I, I like that. If, if we had a different, maybe a different hot profile um, on the finish, I think I would be pretty into it. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit above the two, you guys, and call it a, a pint. But, uh... A- Definitely after that pint, I'm going to need something else because the, the salt would just be too much after the glass. Yeah. Um, and again, maybe, you know, with a dish or something, this might not be so bad. You know, with food, this might balance out well. But for me right now, just as is, it's a little too much for me. Um, yeah. What else we got? So... I was just uh, having a tasty buttercracker. There you go. Um, if you'd like me to say the name, sponsor us. <laughs> I can't. I have zero pull. I have no pull there. <laughs> oh, well. Well, you sponsor Kevin enough. So go. we... Yeah, um, with my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, I like uh, the first two beers a lot, though. Yeah, I was... Um, I feel like I had... I've had some stuff from Fire Island before, and I feel like this, the sea salt one is what i'm remembering the beers that i had them tasting like um i don't know if it was this one or not i really can't remember but i was really pleasantly surprised with the uh Ila de fuego and even the the first one the wit, wit i thought was really good um mark do you have any info what are some of the other ones that they have out there well so they maybe if you say the name I'll they, remember they've it. got uh five flagships so the red wagon ipa that's had that one is their their ipa they've got the lighthouse ale i've had that one too which is i I, don't i feel like i didn't really i know i didn't like the red wagon ipa i know i didn't like that one but that's it's been so long since i've had it i i don't honestly know the sea salt is and then uh the isla de fuego and the the fire island wit are there that's their their core core five five. okay they had it they i believe they had it uh an amber or something the, the amber is the lighthouse the light yeah. I'm sorry i apologize the lighthouse was the one that i've had yeah. I, i've had the sea salt one before um i don't i i remember it being different the last time i had it i think you said yeah. they, they altered it or something recently oh. I yeah i think uh after uh the the new owner took uh the reins i know he's been like tweaking things and whatnot so i know i definitely had the red wagon ipa that i did not like and but the fire island the uh, the lighthouse ale I'm, I'm sure I had and probably said like it's okay but I don't remember it doesn't stand out to me in anything that I would remember and have, having to go back to but these first two I'm I'm a fan of yeah I think I'm gonna that put, I'm gonna put longer. these on my list of uh, when the weather warms up maybe grab these again 
Yeah, and then for a future episode, we've got uh, their pumpkin. Okay. Uh, I believe uh, an oyster stout. Okay. And then... uh, Oyster stouts I've wanted to try. I've never gotten a chance to try one yet. I'm looking forward to that. And then the lighthouse, I believe, is the other one that I have from him. He may have given me another one, too. Okay. Um, He was... He, uh, Dan was very kind and, uh, you know, interested in the podcast and I was talking to him about it and he, uh, you know, he loaded me up basically. Well, cheers and to you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, Dan. It's pretty he, awesome. He, he gave me, we have, uh, four bottles. It's two different beers, but we've got four unlabeled bottles that are like samples Ooh. for like giving out to, you know, prospective accounts. So, you know next time we're gonna have to like pop them open and like smell it and be like all right this is the pumpkin okay i like that that's fun it'll, <laughs> that be, like, name, be, cool. it'll be named that beer right we can show it just how shitty our pals really are we're like this is ipa no it's a pumpkin dude what? <laughs> <Yeah>. wow <laughs> you suck <laughs> and uh yeah so like i said uh definitely a uh, a good mixed offering here and once they get the tasting room open you know bayshore is getting to the point where they're really going to compete with Riverhead as far as craft beer nexus on the island. Yeah, seriously. You have the the Brewers Collective expanding. Yeah. Uh, Hop, Hop Hopwins wins. is working on, you know, opening up right next door to Brewers Collective. And then you got Great South Bay and Fire Island in the same building. And then Dubco. Right. Yeah, Dubco's not far away either. Yeah, that's um, it's a good trip right there. <laughs> the only problem trip. is there's a lot more traffic over that way. Than yeah, there is in fire. Than there is in river. River. Well, plus, like- plus, you're circling the police station over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to these different rooms and circle yeah. the police station. But um, that's about it, guys. I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I uh, I can't wait to uh, to sample another episode and uh, just to, to tease something. Uh, you said you wanted to try an oyster stout. Well, yes. Next week's episode, we'll have an oyster stout on it. Outstanding. So. Looking forward to that. So. You know, uh, we we do have one other thing, and uh, uh, you know. But wait, there's more. A few episodes back, we mentioned that we now have a uh, ah. a voice account that you can call and leave us messages. That's true. You have the number there, Mark. Uh, I need to pull it open because okay. I've yet to actually. Well, Mark. Pu- well, Mark pulls that up. If anybody uh, didn't listen all the way through last week, at the end of uh, last week's episode, Steve you, Wynn. you will be get you could see a uh, an interesting voicemail that Steve Wynn from Hopwins, the aforementioned Hopwins, left us. So. I think. Uh, I think we might have to put Steve on notice here in 2018 that, like, Steve, we, we hear the threats that you're sending to Justin, and <laughs> we're just saying, like, won't be tolerated, man. <laughs> won't be tolerated, you know? Your aggression will not be tolerated, man. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the exact quote. I know. I was, ch- I was Glenn, too. I, Glenn, I know, is listening, and he's, he's screaming at him. brain hemorrhage going, right now. And he's going, like, I know, David, you're saying it wrong. So he's screaming at his phone. But. He's wearing one of the 14 uh, Big Lebowski things that he was exactly. giving at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> While reading uh, He Abides. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what, what's the number, Mark? So the, that number is 631-605-7240. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, if we think it's funny and uh, might entertain our listeners, we'll definitely you know, put it on. Let's be blunt. If you just call in and breathe heavy, you're totally getting on the end of the episode. Like it's, but at this point, not a lot of competition. So whatever you can send us, we we appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Any qu- any questions or comments or your thoughts about you know the beers that we tried today? If you've had them and you want to let us know about them, that'd be greatly appreciated, folks. Especially if you disagree and you want to tell us to go fuck ourselves. I'm really into hearing that. Yes. All right then. 
As long as you breathe heavy a little bit. Right. Just breathe, yeah, breathe heavy a little bit. Help brother out. <laughs> Justin will, it only needs to be like five seconds. He'll just loop it and be fine. <laughs> All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage. And Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show. Or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.